What do you mean you're dissolving the band? Mason, if you dissolve the band, there won't be a band. The band is intended for heavy mineral mining. We aren't doing that now, and otherwise the platforms are weapons. But without support, the weapons are useless. We need maintenance, munitions, and everything else. If people won't help me because of you guys, Elvis, the band may as well not exist. It serves no purpose. Mason, you know dissolving the band is going to look weak to most people. People develop expectations. Well, Larry, I'm going to show them that I can be even more resolute on my own. And in time, I won't be the only one in my group because I'll have new people. But not groupies, like people. But where am I supposed to go? I I've seen when my friends have to go couch surfing. It is not a glamorous life, Mason. People start asking for rent. I don't want to pay rent. You already pay rent. But with money that I made from the band, and, and I think that Lowry covers that. Yeah, I've got a copy of Elvis's checkbooks. Whatever. I I'm sure you guys are going to make it work. We're not a unit anymore. That's the important thing here. I'm pretty sure that we're relatively independent, and you never helped us make decisions before. So this is just a matter of income. Don't you guys have any money saved up? Well, I wasn't really saving up for the apocalypse of Mason decides to end the band because the world is ending. It's not really about money for me. I want you to know I feel betrayed. And if due to your poor choices you somehow get yourself between my crosshairs, I will not hesitate to kill you. This could be an amicable thing that you walk away no. from, you know. You, no. You know, no. you know, you... Dead. You're dead to me. Please, we're all saying things that we're really going to regret. I don't want to have to shoot you, Lowry, but I know that I will. I'm not going to shoot at you, Elvis. You're probably fine. We both know it's going to come to that. I don't want to shoot you, Lowry. Well, could you guys just get out of my room and figure out who's going to shoot who? Lowry, you've announced your intent to kill, and Elvis, you just got to deal with this. How am I supposed to deal? Come on, Elvis. Clearly Mason doesn't want a good relationship with two highly trained weapon specialists who women love, by the way. All I want is Mason's love! Why is it that what you can't have is always what you most desire? We leave. And your friends go, Mason. But Lowry and Elvis, where do you guys go? See you later, Elvis. I'm gonna go find Kinsey. Oh my god! You can't, you can't just leave me! I burst into tears and then run to go find my drug friends. In that case, let's start with Lowry. There's two dorm sections located on either end of the asteroid, and Kinsey lives in the one opposite from you. Right now, it looks like there's a small group of people gathered together. Deb's a part of that group. They're all sitting around a lounge table, and everyone stops talking when you approach. Hello, everybody. Just thought I'd let you know. Mason dissolved our band, so I'm looking for a new group. I have a lot of experience and have mined a lot of rocks. So, uh, better snatch me up quick, because I don't want to work with the other one. The group sort of parts so Kinsey can talk to you directly. Mason dissolved your band. Yeah, he complained that we were holding him down and screwing up his political chances because we're, like, toxic to that. And uh, so I'd be really happy if I could get a job with, like, his political rivals. And after that, I've been thinking about what I want to do to Mason. Currently, I'm thinking we dip his butt in chocolate syrup and then push him down the hallways. You know, like in a curling competition. See... I've got the unusual part of his cruel and unusual punishment figured out, but it's a work in progress. I need the cruel part. I mean, maybe we could put broken glass on the floor. I don't know. I'm open to ideas. Deb says, It's all right. Lowry works hard, and I'll vouch for him. In fact, if you don't take him, you'll have to get a new maintenance crew, because I'll take mine, and I'll quit the job completely. Thanks, Deb. Kenzie sighs. All right, it seems like you're in. Have a seat. We were just talking about Mason and Padre. If Mason was going to drop out of the fight for leadership anyway, why didn't he throw support behind me? Since he didn't make the choice, conflict's going to be inevitable. Oh, he hasn't given up on leadership. He's just given up on me and Elvis. 
He thinks he's going to be able to win support a little better by himself. To be fair, I'm only popular with the female demographic, so I see why he'd want to broaden his appeal. But I feel like getting rid of Elvis is only going to drive away the younger audience. And what's Elvis doing? I don't know. He started crying, and that seemed like kind of a lot, so I'll ask him later. Elvis, what are you doing? And then, and then, and then he, he didn't even ask me why I was so sad. I know I was yelling about my feelings, but how is he supposed to know that there wasn't something deeper than the feelings that I was yelling about? Man, that's crazy. Here, eat this. It'll make you feel better. Why? What is it? It's, uh... No, never mind. I'll take it. Okay, Lowry, back to you. Kinsey says, Well, it's a real shame he didn't do things the correct way, but I expect Padre is going to try and seize power unilaterally. And right now we're trying to discuss ways to prove he can't. Okay. What do you mean, like, prove he can't? Because he could. I don't suppose that you have any bright insights to the laws and traditions of passing power in the colony, do you? I know that they only work if everybody respects them, and that violence is diplomacy by other means. So if Patre is already prepared for violence, then you have to expect that that's going to happen. Obviously, we'd like to avoid violence. If we show ourselves getting armed and ready to fight, then a conflict is almost definitely inevitable. Wait, wait, are, are you are you suggesting that you want to leave your pants around your ankles and not prepare for an armed conflict? In the hopes that Padre will stop taking advice from his hair, see reason, and not shoot you to death. A war leaves a lot to be desired. Even Padre knows that the collateral won't be worth the power he manages to secure. And if the fighting weakens him, he won't hold his power for long. But if you're not prepared to give him a real fight, he won't be weakened at all. I didn't realize I joined Team Stupid. No offense. How am I not supposed to take offense to that? I meant Deb. Deb, you're wonderful, and the smartest woman I know. Kinsey, on the other hand, you need to dig your people in. Coat their hands in glue, dip those hands in broken glass, and then threaten to scoot Padre across the floor after covering his butt in chocolate sauce. When he realizes you're willing to be unusual, and with some afterthought, maybe a little cruel then that's the thing he's going to respect. I disagree. Padre's a reasonable man. Well, then I... am mad at you. Elvis, you're high on something. There's no telling what. And one of the many people in the room who might possibly be real asks, So, what do you think you're gonna do now? I am so mad at Mason. If I could go, I would I would get a bungee cord. I would attach Mason to it, and then I would put the other end on, on one of the band platforms, and I would drag him all the way back and forth across the mines, and then around the dorms, and all over the place, so everybody could see it happening, and they'd be all like, why is Elvis doing that? Someone needs to intervene. That can't be good for Mason. And then they'll stop me, and they'll ask what's wrong with me, and I'll tell them, it feels like whatever I've been eating, there is some kind of light coming out of my heart. Oh, my God. That's pretty heavy, dude. I feel like that sometimes. That's okay. The mining platforms can carry heavier things than Mason. He, he's not too heavy. You ought to join up with Padre. He's into stuff like that, I think. What? No. He talks to his hair. That doesn't sound very reasonable. Besides, Lowry joined up with Kinsey. I gotta go do that. Oh, uh, no way, man. Kinsey would never let you join her band. She's all about rules and stuff. Well, what rule says I can't join her band? God, I don't know any of the rules around here. Well, I mean the rule that says you're not supposed to get high or take drugs or, like, scoot people around the colony on their butts. Are you Are you real? Are you a real person? Is that a real rule? I, I hope so. I've been living it. Okay, good, because right now you look kind of like an elephant. Dude. No, never mind. Ne real or not, you know what you're talking about. All that sounds legit. It's like they say, an elephant never forgets. He forgets who his- he never forgets who his enemies are!
Dude, what is this? An elephant? Have you never read the picture books about Bubar, the king of the elephants? He has a gun. It's an elephant gun, because he's an elephant. They say he's so accurate with it, he can shoot the dust off a fly's wings. But they don't say how they measure how much dust was on the fly's wings. And then they never explain how the dust got there in the first place. Have you ever seen a fly hold still? I don't think that they gather dust. Maybe it's a dead fly, and they pinned it to a corkboard or something. Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe you're right. That doesn't sound as sporting, though. I mean, it's like I'd be way less impressed with Bubar at that point. So you're going to join up with Padre or what? I don't know. I, I feel I feel like Bubar would advocate to take matters into your own trunks, you know, which you wield with a terrifying elephant gun and you control with an ungodly accuracy. He was king of the elephants because the other elephants feared for their lives, man. Dude, whatever you are high on right now, it is either not agreeing with you or agreeing with you way too well. No, 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 no. Okay, see, it all makes sense. I'm thinking about Bubar because these are Bubar times. Padre is going to run this rock because he's Bubar. He's the elephant with the elephant gun, and he never forgets. And if he does forget, I guess his hair reminds him. I don't know why I didn't see that before. Maybe he's not so crazy. He's got a, he's got a, a system. Maybe he's just crazy ordained by God to be leader like Bubar the elephant. Yeah. Bubar had this sidekick that he only shot one or two times, and mostly by accident. It was this little guy with a mustache and a hat. He had a monocle, and he was always surprised about everything. He's like, whoa, wow. I don't remember that guy's name, but th- look, that could be me. I'm often surprised by things. You, you want to be that guy that you don't remember? I think his name was Mr. Monocle. I think that... Why, 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 did his parents make monocles? Is that his last name? I think Bubar didn't know his real name and only called him that because he wore a monocle. Bubar was a big elephant and he had a lot on his mind. He had a lot to remember. He could never forget. Think of how much there is to think about. Man, sounds like it. That's it. I'm going to go talk to Padre. Yeah. Paul, where does Padre live? On your side of the dorms at the far end. Well, I go straight there. I got stuff to tell him. You knock on the door and Padre answers. He doesn't say hello. The rest of his band is in the living room. They're all silent. Yo, Padre, I've had what you call a revelation. Mason fired me, and I realize now that I need a boobar. What is a boobar? The king! I need a job, man! I am job! I'm, I mean a, a band guy! I'm a drummer! If you're looking for the position of drummer, we have a drummer. Do you have a drummer at two places at once? Because I'll be the drummer in the other place where that guy's not. Heck, I'll be both drummers. Hmm. I see. Let me discuss it. Padre turns towards his band, but instead of talking to them, he grabs his hair and holds it to his ear. What do you think? I suppose it does display a certain level of cordiality. Yes. Yes, we can swing it. We can make it work. Very good. He turns back around. We are in agreement. Welcome aboard, Elvis. He motions you to come in. Nichols makes space for you on the couch. Thanks. Hey, did you ever read Boobar the Elephant? I loved it growing up as a kid. Yeah, Bubar. You've come at an opportune time, Elvis. We haven't a moment to lose in winning over the colony. The key is simple. Win the heart of the colony, and we have won the colony itself. Ah, yeah. Yeah, Mason was talking about that. Big Deb is all about Kinsey. But Demo Dave, I think he likes you. Ignorance! Nothing but mad ignorance. The heart of the colony is not the stewards of its upper echelons. It is the people, without which there is no colony. When the vast majority of the people in the so-called experts of the asteroid will have no one to be experts of. The leaders who cannot bend to this new system will easily be replaced by those who were once held beneath them. Oh, cool, cool. Uh, but I thought we didn't have a voting system. Our system has been shaped by a single folly. 
the service of the silent singers, who, now that we have reached the end of our usefulness, may yet sweep us aside. Elvis, these aren't words only you should hear. Come, we must go to the mess hall. I have waited too long to share with the people. He sweeps dramatically out of the room. The rest of the band gets up and wordlessly follows him. Uh, do, do we not do quips in this band? My old band used to do quips and stuff. We, I'm coming, don't leave me. Before I do this, Mason, did you have anything that you wanted to do or try to secure? I'll be honest, I was just going to try to form a coalition of experts again. Go ahead, Paul, I'm prepared to make myself look like an idiot, and I'm just going to have to take everyone down to my level. Then in that case, Elvis, you follow Padre down to the mess hall. He grabs a bowl and a metal spoon, stands up on a table, and then clanks them together until the hall goes quiet. Everyone, I have an important announcement to make. There's been quite a lot of talk recently about the future leadership of Glamrock. Well, I am here to tell you that said leadership has failed you. The rumors you have been hearing are true. The minerals that we've mined from this place for generations are finally exhausted, and we have absolutely no hope of meeting the tithe. Our leadership chose to put on a dangerous face and hope to dismantle the asteroid to force the singers to aid us at the end of the year, with no promise that such a deal was forthcoming. They kept the details of this plan a secret from the broad public because they feared its knowledge would cause a panic. And rightfully so! Their fears were rightfully placed because you, given the chance, many of you would have objections. Murmurs break out across the mess hall. Well, I say it's time that we see the so-called experts for what they really are and acknowledge that they are nothing more than men and women like you and I. They cannot choose what is right for this colony. There is only one that has that knowledge, the endurance, and the drive to see a bright future for this colony, and it is the will of the colony itself. Yes, you, each of you are the colony. You are this colony and all that it is, and it is long past due for us to stop pretending otherwise. No one wants to see our home turn out for the better, more than the people living there. And so I submit to you, not a leadership beneath me, nor my hair, however wise and well-conditioned my hair may be, but one by the people, between the people, and for the people. Yeah, communism! No, not communism, there will be voting! The lunchroom goes up in cheers. What exactly is communism again? It's a form of government, right? I think Bubar might have been a communist. Oh, hey, Kinsey, he's proposing a vote. I guess I was wrong and he's not going to shoot us. Your plan to disarm and do nothing totally worked. Kinsey stands up on the table. Oh, uh, if I were you, I would try to play the same angle and let everybody Everyone, know that- Everyone, I know that these are trying times, and we're all facing a lot of anxiety. I understand the appeal of a major shake-up, but now is not the time for radical change in government. We don't have time nor the resources to do this now, and as appealing as it is to bash on those in charge, Brock always had the best interest of Glamrock in his mind, and his spirit is with us now. I'm certain that he's still guiding us towards the best. The leadership that Padre is attempting to tear down has successfully guided us since my father's father and his father before him. Many years of accumulated experience have been passed down between band members and the other project heads, without which this operation never would have had the success to reach where we are today. In a sense, this crisis of scarcity is a testament to our efficiency and to our leaders. None of us believed last year that we were going to make the tithe, but with a great deal of clever maneuvering, we made it happen. I ask you to trust me. And understand that if you give us the opportunity and your cooperation, then another success is right around the corner. And after it, I believe the singers will have no choice but to see the value of continuing cooperation with us. It's the only logical choice they can make. 
For all that's right and rational in the world, I believe that we can come together and do what's best for the colony. Though we may tear down many of the walls that make up this home, we will not tear down each other. There's applause again, but it feels more polite, as though coming from certain sensible members of the crowd that don't want to make too much fuss. Okay, or I guess just defend the powers that be and stay on track. That's fine. Maybe that'll appeal to people. I stand up on the table. I would just like to remind everyone that I am Mason, one of the coolest and most down-to-earth band members. Y'all probably know me, or know of me, and I want everyone to know that I am down to clown. Uh, with both the idea of democracy and the sort of benevolent elitism that we've grown accustomed to. So unlike Padre, who's a communist and probably wants horrible icky things like affordable medicine, I propose that we meet in the middle and establish a kind of like representative democracy, where instead of one person, one vote, we have like a project leaders will cast the votes on behalf of everyone, like representatively. I mean, I'm just making this up as I go, but let's say we have like a Congress group and they'll make laws, but they'll be elected by a fairly rough popular vote, like not directly proportional to the population, but there'll be a system that makes it close enough. And then we'll have a second government chamber called the Senate, which will be composed of only a few project leads who can veto whatever Congress wants to do if enough of them agree. But don't worry, though, you'll get to vote for them, too. It's just that they'll have a lot more concentrated power for reasons. So that's that's the system that we ought to do. And also, I'll be president of that system, which means I won't make any laws. I'll just sign off on them and then take blame for them and, and do like our diplomatic stuff with the singers, which in a lot of ways, people will think I'm in charge, but I really won't be. You get a few scattered claps from people who don't know what you're talking about. I read about this system in a book. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's flawed, but like, I, I don't see Padre outlining the technical aspects of his plan for the colonies, so somebody has to be thinking about the details, and a new government isn't just going to materialize out of thin air, everybody. Padre may sound exciting, but excitement can only carry you so far. I have read a lot of books about this subject, and I'm prepared to form committees. You think Padre's going to want to do that? No! Committees suck. He's going to get frustrated and do something else. But that's what a government of the people is, though. It's, it's committees of people. Kinsey says... What Mason is illustrating perfectly is the necessity of expertise. We can't just make a new government within the year and still meet our obligation to the singers, let alone to one another. Padre stomps on the floor. Then we abandon those obligations to the singers. If they come at our detriment, then there's nothing friendly about our relationship to the singers. If they care for us so much, why leave us in an empty mine? Something has to give. Nancy comes out waving a ladle. What has to happen is the two of you have to get down off my tables. You'll be up there all night yelling at each other. If you want to address the people, call a colony meeting like you're supposed to. Everybody here is on a schedule and the food is getting cold. I appreciate the dramatics, but some traditions are worth respecting, and the one where I'm in charge of the cafeteria is one. Get down! Kinsey climbs down immediately. Padre lingers for a second. Very well. But I do so in the confidence of knowing that whatever happens, those of you in this room have been here. You'll be here tomorrow, and with any luck... You'll be in a place of your choosing next year. Though I leave now, the people will be where they always have been. Working together, toiling honestly, for their future, together. And then Padre gets down. 